welcome to season two of XP Hunter. I am XP Hunter Lee, your newest friend, companion, and frenemy. If you didn't know, now you know. Welcome if this is your first time. Welcome back if it's not your first time listening. I'm super excited to be doing season two, but I just wanna catch everyone up on the road so far. In season one, I was really introspective and I analyzed a lot of the thought patterns that go into the games that we know and love. You know, I also sprinkled in a little bit about uh, comic books, you know, a little anecdotes about uh, anime and the like, but I just wanna take a moment to just hit our, you know, the sweet spots from last season. So obviously we have to start with the companions, guys. I mean, we had Fahrenheit Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I'll be Al. The Hulk. The Hulk. Oh, interesting. Hulk is my favorite character. That's because I'm more of a Marvel kind of guy. We're going to be having a lot more guests coming next this season, but I just want to give our past companions their due credit. So Fahrenheit is an amazing woman. Uh, she's also a friend of mine. She is a local artist. She loves comics, and she has played a few video games in her time. And we had a really great conversation. Uh, it was specifically episode five of season one, where we talked about mental health and how it presents itself in creative media, including comic books and video games. Of course, we, I feel like we all go through like anxiety. There's just like different levels of it. Exactly. First, I want to read this comic, yeah, by the way, because yeah. I'm like, what? That's like so brilliant. Mm -hmm. It kind of made me think of like our real life superheroes, like, you know, like mm -hmm. our first responders and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I was just watching Law and Order before I got here. <laughs> and usually they never really do the therapy session unless something traumatic happens. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's already a traumatic job in general, but like something happens to you, then it's like, oh, you're going to go talk to a therapist just so you could go back to work. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like, I never thought about that. Like Batman, you know, like super Superman, Batwoman, like these people, they're humans. They still are kind of humans. They're superhuman, mm -hmm. but like they mm -hmm. need someone to like, you know, get all like to talk to about that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, like even with our real life superheroes, like our first responders and stuff and, you know, our uh, people in the army and all that other stuff. Like a lot of times their therapists are like their family or their mm -hmm. spouses mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're basically like their therapists, but. I don't know. I just think that's brilliant. Yeah. Because it's a good way to like kind of put, you know, get that to destigmatize it a little bit because mental health is still very stigmatized. It is. I loved having Fahrenheit on. She's a really great person, uh, heart and soul. If you want to learn more about her, you can find her at FahrenheitTV.com. Check it out if you um, would like to. She is always doing, uh, she also does an, an, a TV show, which is super engaging. She's always very personable and her shows are so much fun. Um, next we had Albie Al. So Albie Al was another comic person. I've been getting a lot more into comics recently and they have really great stories. Uh, and Albie Al has been reading comics for the better part of 40 years, not to, you know, put an age to his, you know, profile or anything. But he's been reading comics for a very long time and we had a great conversation about retconning, about who his favorite characters were and why and how the comic book industry and storytelling has changed from when he first started reading until now. In relation to the comic book stories, uh, 
Uh, one of my more, I, I'd have to say my favorite team is the X-Men. Ooh. Although, <laughs> since 20th Century Fox put out the movies, it, it's taken away from it. They, they haven't gotten it right at all from my standpoint. Um, but Disney just purchased 20th oh, Century God. Fox, so Disney. who knows? I don't, I, don't, I don't trust Disney. I don't know why. I'm just like, mm. Disney owns Marvel. I know. How did so, that happen? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I think. Big business. That's how yeah. that's what happened there. I'll be all is super special to me because he's the one who introduced me actually to anime and then subsequently comics because anytime, you know, Marvel has been coming out with those movies, their, their superhero movies for literally like the last like. 10 years, right? And so every time a movie would come out, he'd be like, oh, that's not the real story. This is how Iron Man really was. And before War Machine was actually even put into the Iron Man movies, my uncle was like, there was a black character who's just like, he was talking about Black Panther before anyone even knew what 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 was what. Before Wakanda, Wakanda Forever was a thing, my uncle was talking about Black Panther. He was talking about War Machine. He was talking about where are all these characters out there? They're doing Iron Man, but War Machine is a big part of that. That's who my uncle, that's who, that's who Albie Al is to me. So I loved having them on the show. They were fun challenges. I kind of fell off with them because I got a little busy, but you know, the first one was creating a character sheet, right? It could be you in real life. It could just be a character who you would like to emulate, <laughs> right? Maybe you're 5'3 and you want to be six feet. Your character can be six feet if you'd like. I also had a challenge uh, for you guys to go out and find a hidden place so I kind of fell off of that sorry guys but I did do some of them I went out and went to Paxi's which obviously is a conference you know uh, full of people I went on a Sunday it was still packed full of people you can find a little highlight on the YouTube just search XP Hunter Lee uh, but it was a lot of fun I met a lot of game devs I met a lot of cosplayers and the like it was so much fun and it was my first time going to a conference ever uh, so next year I think I might go to all three days just because why not right and I also did D&D &D for noobs at a local brewery uh, where I live and it was so much fun um, surprisingly I got a really great draw I got the rogue and I was like a wood elf which is my favorite race to play as in any fantasy game and I thought I was going to be the only woman there when I went I was not there was one other woman which you know color me surprised just made my whole night I got to be the character I wanted in the class I wanted and I got to play with another woman so that was a lot of fun and obviously you know I went to get, see subsequent <laughs> movies such as Endgame which I personally found very disappointing I don't know about anyone else I just wasn't invested the way I should have been I should have been so sad all those people disappeared I really wasn't I was kind of like and maybe it was because I've already read the story arc and I knew they were gonna come back I knew they were gonna get them so I just wasn't all teary-eyed I was like mm, let's just get to the good parts <laughs> I can be very impatient guys know and love that about me but last season was what I think it was 12 episodes long uh, this season, we're going to go for twice that. We're going to be talking to some game devs. We're going to be talking to uh, uh, some more companions, uh, people who are gamers, people who make games. Um, maybe even, uh, actually, I think I'm going to try and get also a psychologist to talk about the psychology of not only 
games but of people who play games and how it's good and how it can be bad also i'm gonna be hitting up fan expo for all three days i'm definitely gonna be trying to get interviews with some of our favorite people including gail simon gail simone because you know she's the one who coined the phrase women in fridges and i'm sure she's dead tired of talking about it but I am not. <laughs> and so we're going to talk, hopefully get a chance to talk to her. She's also an amazing writer who has written for Deadpool and lots of other characters. So we're going to try and talk to her. Um, again, like, don't be afraid to participate, guys. If you uh, have a topic you want me to cover, if there's an event uh, <laughs> that you think I should go to, don't be afraid to uh, send me an email if you like at xbhunterlee at gmail.com or uh, send me a direct message on Instagram. Check out the Pinterest um, to see um, events or places that I've been to. Uh, also, don't be afraid to check out the YouTube because I am definitely going to keep up with our questing episodes where, you know, I go on quests to go and check out cool industry nights where people are playing uh you know, pick up games of D&D &D or uh, the like. Uh, I don't have a PC at the moment. Uh, I have a Mac, which I love dearly. Uh, I do a lot of video editing, so I love my Mac. But you can play video, you can play computer games on Mac. So if you have a computer game that is, um, has been developed for the Mac or a, a PS4 game that you think I should play, don't be afraid to give me a suggestion. I do not mind, I actually encourage it. Um, I'm going to be launching a website very, very soon. And there will be a forum there. So there, that will be a really great way for you guys to participate with each other and with me. Uh, you can talk about your ideas or critiques about some comic book art or a video game. Because, you know, guys, I mean, if there's one thing that the video game community loves to do, it's complain, right? <laughs> complain and I try and give constructive criticism but you know sometimes it's just I'm just mad fix it I don't want to give just there's no constructive criticism just fix it that's literally it um but uh there will be episodes of questing will go there um you'll be able to see the Instagram feed directly from the website and that will be so much fun uh you will also be able to contribute I will be checking so <laughs> if someone makes a really great comment, it might turn into a XP Hunter meme. Um, I actually had someone send me an email uh, recently asking me why I called specifically my podcast, why I called it XP Hunter. So for uh, new listeners and actually uh, previous listeners or uh, reoccurring listeners, uh, the podcast is called XP Hunter because uh, if you don't know, XP is the abbreviation for experience points. And in video games and tabletop games, uh, experience points allow you to, uh, I guess you would say, level up or just become a more or a, a well-rounded character in the aspect of that game. So if you're playing a first-person shooter like Call of Duty or... Battlefront or the like, um, gaining XP would allow you to upgrade your weapons. So on your sniper rifle, you can have a long range infrared night vision scope so you can snipe someone from 500 yards away. And 500 yards is a really long way. I know in America, we do not use the metric system, but 500 yards is probably like 
and I'm, I'm guesstimating two guys because I don't really know. But 500 yards might be like, hmm, 10 city blocks, maybe? I don't know. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. But, well, it's a very long way. Um, but if you're playing a fantasy game like Elder Scrolls or Destiny or Anthem, XP allows you to uh, upgrade certain aspects of your character. So in fantasy games, magic is a thing. And your ability to do higher level magic, um, so let's say Firestarter would just let you start like a, a campfire right and gaining more xp would allow you to level that simple spell of starting a fire into making comets rain down from the sky so xp just allows you to be better at literally everything in your life sadly in real life when you learn to cook coco vin correctly when you finally are able to hit a three-pointer from half court or you simply just nail a pitch at work or you just get all your work done and, and everything's great you know some great music or sting like this doesn't come on and some really bright colorful uh numbers don't appear that says plus 32 experience points uh, unfortunately um that doesn't happen in real life but you are gaining XP every time you experience something in life, even if it's not something that's good. Even if you fail at something, you've learned something that will help you be better you in this reality, in this aspect uh, of how we perceive life. And so I call it XP Hunter because we're all searching for something in life, right? There's no explanation for life the universe and everything we know the we know the answer right it's 42 we don't know the question and so we don't actually know what we're working towards i mean 42 hmm is it 42 paths that we have to walk down what, what, what what's the question um so we're still kind of searching and i think searching is kind of a passive word and i'm like hmm after a couple millennia that we've existed now i think maybe we need to get a little aggressive right so instead of searching i think we need to hunt for what is the meaning of us living, us as individuals, right? And so SP Hunter is a podcast that's focused on learning just about ourselves and experiencing things to help us learn about ourselves so that we can be better or not better, so that we can be more, so that we can be fulfilled. Um, and I know from personal experience that it's like being in class when the teacher asks a question and no one raises their hand until that one person raises their hand and then everyone's like, oh, well, I'll answer a question too. Sometimes people need that and I need that sometimes. I mean, doing this podcast is just as much for myself as it is, I hope, for other people, you know? I wanna participate, I wanna hear what people think. I personally think Anthem's a bad game and I'd love to hear what other people think as well. And I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys think. And so maybe you guys don't wanna participate, but you are listening and me saying, I went to PAX East on a Sunday and it was really, really packed, but I had a really good time and it wasn't elbow to elbow, but it was loud and it was noisy, but I got to play really fun games and I got to talk to really fun people, encourages someone who also enjoys video games to go out and do those things because they're like, well, you know, she went and I saw the video and there were a lot of people, but not too many people. And she had an opportunity to play games way before they came out and I would love to do that too. 
if that's what happens, that's enough for me. Uh, so that's why I call it XP Hunter, just because I'm hunting for experiences that are gonna help me be a better me. Whether that be learning to knit, well, I already know how to knit, but um, <laughs> whether that be um, playing tabletop games when I'm mostly a console video game player, or whether that's learning to uh, draft patterns to make uh, cosplay outfits, which is what I'm actually learning right now. It's so much fun. Uh, I wanna do those things because I want to be more than I am now. And I am inviting you guys through this podcast to do the same, whether you're doing it through me or you are doing it yourself. Either way is really great, personally. Um, but I digress. <laughs> we talked about so many things in season one that I know um, you guys would love. Um, so I'm just going to put a few snippets that I love the most. I think my favorite episode last season was maybe Game Logic. Uh, game Logic really gets me because I fancy myself a writer uh, or a storyteller. And Game Logic really kind of messes that up, right? It's like you've made this whole great story. And then, you know, where everyone can fly and then there's just one character who can't fly and you're like, why can't they fly? And you're like, because. <laughs> and so you kill it and then, yay, you get XP, which we're all about here, right? Uh, we gain experience, you know, you, you gain some gardening experience. You killed a giant Venus flytrap. But along with your experience, you get, hey, five, here's five gil or coins or, uh, you know, money in general. And then, you know, along with maybe a sword or a small knife or a potion, right? So the knife, the sword could be explained by some other adventurer having tried to kill the Venus Firetrap and, you know, they got their weapon lodged in its trunk or something, right? But the money really doesn't. Where did it get the money from? Uh, does it have pockets now? <laughs> and of course, I'm not going to say no. I mean, who says no to free money, right? Nobody, nobody says, nobody says no. Um, but it is kind of, it makes you stop and think, where did this Venus Red Trap get this money from and why? You know, are, are they going to hit up town? You know, they're going to go clubbing. Why do they need money? We all know that they have money because that's a way for you to progress as a character and buy better weapons or potions that you may or may not need. But again, even in the scope of being an adventurer or being hired mercenary or whatever, finding money on an... I won't say inanimate, right? It's a plant. It tried to eat you. It has feelings. Uh, but finding money in places or on uh, creatures that shouldn't and don't need, shouldn't have money and don't need money is kind of strange, even for a fantasy setting. So I also did an episode that was about journalism and corporations, and most of it focused on Anthem. Um, that was my new game for the year i want to say new game I, I play a lot of games but anthem came out in march february march it came out in march and i was so excited i was like yeah it's made by bioware they made um mass effects the mass effect series excluding the bland fest that was uh andromeda and i was super excited i was like okay yeah fine and I pre-ordered that game. And you know what? They hurt me. They hurt me deep because I do not pre-order anything because glitches, because ire that, you know, comes with buying something new. Just like you should never buy a new car. 
because something is bound to break. You should buy a slightly used car because it has had wear and tear and anything that could have been jiggled loose because it was manufactured, it you know, manufacturing issues have been discovered, right? And so that's why I don't pre-order things. I wait a month, a two, whatever, for A, the price to go down, but then B, for fixes to be fixed. But I pre-ordered Anthem and it came out and I was like, this can't just be me. I, I wasn't so irritated that I wrote them a nasty email, but I was kind of like, okay, mm sure. And I played through it and I think something like a month in, uh, a writer at Kotaku did, I won't call it expose, but he wrote a very lengthy, it was like a, it was like a thousand words. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot. But he wrote this article about Anthem and its rushed production schedule and the shoddy way that um, Bioware and uh, EA Games, who kind of owns Bioware kind of, um, treat their employees, which led to the shoddiness of Anthem. And the response from EA and Bioware were just, it was just lacking. You know, it was lacking acceptance that, yeah, you know, we rushed this game and it came out this way. This is how we're gonna fix it. It, it, you know? And they kind of attacked Kotaku, which is a respected, I guess, journalism, um, journalistic uh, website on their, on, on, the, on the article. Like, it wasn't flat out, how dare you say these things about us, but it was kind of like, well, we don't like what, what they're asserting. You know, it's kind of like, I think the lady doth protest too much, you know? Uh, corporations my thing is if you did something wrong if you were the person who spilled all this oil in the middle of the freaking ocean and we all know you did it maybe you should just take you know ownership and just say yeah yo we put out this game we had to we wanted to get it out before the fiscal year was over we're sorry it has all these problems this is how we're gonna fix it that is not what happened and i can tell you to this exact moment the game is not fixed the load times are too still too long the at the end of the previous story missions, they kind of have a lead in for the next part. There's no clue on when the next part's coming out. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm just running around shooting people for nothing. Fun. No, not fun. Not fun at all. And so mm, that was one of my other favorite episodes of last season because it really uh, highlights um, how much a, an, kind of you know games are kind of always like this part of escapism right like people play video games uh to augment or escape their own this reality that we all live in together um but the people who develop them especially now because they're attached to such large uh companies or corporations they're about making money and my biggest issue is I'm not against them making money. But my thing is if you're Wonder Bread and you're supposed to be making white bread and then you all of a sudden say, I'm gonna make wheat bread and you develop it, uh, a recipe for seven years, and then you launch this wheat bread and it's still white, we have a problem. You have a problem. Don't say, you know, and the thing is drawbacks happen uh, and we all understand that. But the issue is, <laughs> all the drawbacks were kind of list laid out for them for EA, for Bioware, and the, the major consensus, even among the staff who were, you know, left anonymous, anonymous, but they were interviewed. They talked about how they would bring up things 
and management would just brush it off or would just get dropped. And one of the big things is Bioware and EA, um, Electronic Arts, they use the Frostbite system exclusively. When Frostbite, it, it, it just doesn't work. And they'll tell you, it's full of all these razors. And razors is like a programmer's term for like, I'll get back to you. But basically it just means that you come to this point and it's just not there, right? Like there's supposed to be a line of code that does something and it, it it's not there. And so you kind of have to work around it. It's kind of like when you want to use a program for something it's not meant for, but you can kind of use it to do it. That's basically how they describe that the engine they use to make Anthem. And so right up until it was launched, they weren't going to have flying until the CEO of EA was like, oh, I like the flying because they had put flying in the demo. He's like, I really like the flying. And so they re-edited it in. And the flying, to be fair, is a very big draw on the game. I, I like it, it's fun. Also the water. That's one of the best things they did in this game. I love going into water in games. I love finding hidden places and I found a couple hidden places like, oh, this is so cool. I love water. <sighs> they did it very well. But the game in general is just not engaging. There is some fun stuff but not enough to keep the game afloat. But journalism and corporations, you know, he did what he should have done. He told people, this is what's going on. This is what happens. You're mad because you spent this money on this game. And if you're anything like me, I spent money on that game. And so I'm going to keep playing it because I want my money's worth. But, you know, I, you, me and hundreds of thousands of other people spent our money on that game and in a way invested in this company and we're not getting our are due back. And so he's here to tell us, this is why you're not getting what you deserve out of this game. And the corporation should have just taken that. But again, the season was so much fun, guys. Ah, I hope that more of you will join and participate. Uh, if you would like to, remember, you can always send me an email at xphunterlee at gmail.com. The website is coming soon, so you'll be able to send me instant messages through there you'll be able to talk with fellow hunters on our forum and you'll be able to find the latest questing episodes and learn more about our companions that we've had uh but that is all in the future just know that to come we're going to be talking to some game devs we're going to be talking with uh more hunters like yourselves and myself and we are going to just be growing guys we are going to be more just more not better not excellent just more we're gonna be more together so in the meantime in between times don't forget to do it for the xp bye guys <laughs>